President Trump's Supreme Court nominee withstood more than 11 hours of questioning in the Senate yesterday. She was Today, stronger immunity and better nutrition are more important than ever. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more. That's healthy news for everyone. Only Eggland's Best. B.S. I'm Dr. Stork. Today, better nutrition and stronger immunity are essential. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more. Compared to ordinary eggs, Eggland's Best provides six times more vitamin D, ten times more vitamin E, and 38% more lutein plus more folate and iodine too, all to help you maintain a strong immune system and better overall health. These are no ordinary times, so why choose an ordinary egg? Only Eggland's best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. Pro Extra is the Home Depot's free loyalty program built for pros. Members earn perks just for shopping, like new Pro Extra dollars or tool rental perks. Get exclusive benefits every day that save time and money. And here's an extra extra. $20 off your next in-store purchase of $200 or more just for signing up. Want to save? Join Pro Extra only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Visit the Pro Desk in-store at homedepot.com slash proextra for details. If you're sick of your old mountain furniture, you can trade it in overseas. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. The product that you
800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code FRUITS. In today's world, the last thing you need is a broken cell phone. If you've got equipment... or visit the shop at 386 Richland Avenue, Athens. Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. Weenie Wednesday. Corn dogs and regular hot dogs, 99 cents each. Open 10.30 a.m. until 10 o'clock p.m. Head on over to Larry's Doghouse over on West Union Street in Athens. What in the world is going on now? Find out every weekday at 8 a.m. and 7 p.m. on the World News Roundup from CBS News Radio and on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. Your days are filled with little happy moments like hiking a new trail. Oh, yes. Nailed it. Or when your best friend welcomes you home. <gasps> Hello, buddy. Or that first sip of McCafe iced coffee from McDonald's. <sighs> so refreshing. Get any size McCafe iced coffee for $1.69 or grab any size Mickey D's sweet tea for $1. Try a large in the new cup that keeps your tea cold longer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Claim compared to prior large size beverage cup. In our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Wow, what glorious sunshine booming through our windows this morning. 46 degrees presently, headed up to 71. Tomorrow's going to be a nice day, too, but then this weekend it chills off some. 54 are high on Friday, 56 on Saturday. It's that time of year. Make the most of the good ones. Hey, it's a Wednesday, and we've got a free-for-all today. Almost said yabba dabba do, but that's for Fridays, right? I, I think so. Scott, Scott, are you alive at the back there? Hello. Yes, oh, okay. I am. Yabba dabba do is Friday, right? Yes, okay. that is correct. So, so m- this would be yeah, whatever that sounds like backwards. Yabba minus two something. Could we do that or something? <laughs> anyway, good morning. Um. See, I brought in some interesting stuff today. And, of course, we've got uh, the Art Turf Show. We've got um, uh, 
we got another idea we thought we'd lay on you. Just just stuff. But, um, you know, just chatting for a moment. I, um, the microphone's dripping. Oh, I see what it is. It's the... the Sanitizer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, I, I, I was thinking about this. I've thought about it a good bit over the last couple of weeks, even. And that is, um, thank you. Um, that is how, how important pets are to us during the last six or eight months. I mean, they've always been important to us. They've all of, always been members of our family, but especially with what we've gone through with COVID. Uh, I don't know what I would do without Hope and Foley. And now we have a, um, a guest dog, Sebastian. From uh, who's um, belongs to a young man who's living with us, a grad student. Um, these guys, you know, they even things out. Um, when you're upset about not being able to do your normal routines of socializing here, socializing there, going there, going there, here and there. Um, when you're limiting your contact, um, well, you know what I mean. These guys still present a sense of normalcy. And their affection is terribly important. Folks, if you are struggling with this whole thing, this pandemic. And you have a pet, I think you know what I mean. If you don't, folks, have a pet, but you're really having a tough time, you you might want to consider it. I just, just saying, just saying. Yep. Well, they Here's, make wonderful companions. Well, even even um, without the pandemic. Yep. You know they're terrific. Yes, they are. Uh, I have always had um, from from the earliest day of my life that I can remember. Uh, pets have been a member of our family. Yeah. Likewise. Another weird topic is a beard. Okay. In March, <laughs> when this all popped, I don't know why, but I, you know, I had not had a beard since college. And frankly, it wasn't a very impressive beard back then. Um, but I decided, oh, this won't last too long. I'll just use it as an excuse to grow a beard. Well, here it is now, eight, nine months later, 
I've trimmed it a number of times, but recently sort of stopped doing that. <laughs> Just to see how long and ugly it can get. Um, I don't know. But I have a, a full beard. And um, I saw a neighbor who was walking their dog yesterday, and she said, Oh, you have a, it's curly. And I hadn't even noticed. It's just a beard. But uh, I guess that people that, just like they have straight hair or curly hair on their head, you can have straight or curly on your beard. Anyway. Two terribly um, trivial no, oh, I don't know about the pets. Pets is not trivial, I guess. No, they're they're cool. Well, I'll tell you what, you've probably heard me say many times on Pooch Patrol and mm-hmm. Pet of the Week, and we try to find adopted families or adoptive families. That I've mentioned that uh, pets will give you unconditional love, no matter what. Well, uh, yes, uh, and I I get that, and I love it. All right, um, let's do our update on the uh, corona stuff here. Um, Athens has, um, in the last four or five days, not not had terrific uh, reports. No. Uh, what I mean by that is uh, there's been some increase in cases. Not huge, but nevertheless. So... Um, on Sunday, we had 28 new cases, Monday 13, yesterday 26. So we now have, in our county, 1,053 cases. Now, remember I used to say, if we were like the rest of the state, we would have more? Yep. Perhaps, you know, 60 or 80 more cases. Yep. It's just the opposite now. If we were like the rest of the state, we would have had 969. We have 1053. Now, our recovery rate seems better than most. So right now, 1,053 cases have occurred. 248 are active. 30 people are in the hospital of the 248. Do the math. That's 803. And don't forget, we did have two deaths very, very early on. Uh, So that means we have 803 recovered. Um, Now, the state of Ohio, as of yesterday, two o'clock they posted now a total of 171,626 cases of those 84 percent are uh, recovered or the number would be 144,903 have recovered um deaths Stand at 5,017, the state of Ohio. Um, 
Okay, so in ICU, 3,447. In a hospital, but not ICU, 13,118. People recovering at home, 5,141. So let's look at the state the last three days. On Sunday, they had 1,291 new cases. On Monday, 1,430. Yesterday, 1,447. Those are new cases each day. All right. Um... I I don't think uh, I think the most important f figure I could give you with world and US statistics are the number of people who have recovered versus how many have caught it For some reason or other about a week or so ago at least the websites I use and I look at quite a few They've stopped reporting that information, like those that have recovered worldwide or in just in the U.S. And I think that's one of the more important figures. Yes. So I'm kind of hesitant to give you more information about the U.S. or world, but I guess I will anyway. Here in the U.S., we have had now 7 million 854,000 cases, plus a few. 215,000 have died. 215,202 to be exact. So um, that was yesterday's count. Yesterday's count went up by 26,106. That is to say, new cases just yesterday. Now, the day before, we had 35,587 new cases in the, in the country. Well, okay. Let's do the world. On Sunday, we had 37,000. I'm sorry. Sorry. Start that over. On Sunday, we had grown to 37,544,120 cases. Of that, 1,077,082 had died. So that's a death rate of 2.87%. Monday, again, as of 2 p.m., the caseload had, had uh, jumped up by 200 and some thousand. It was uh, 37,706,961. Deaths then stood at uh, 
1,078,068. Now, yesterday, world totals reached 37,965,800. Deaths uh, increased from 1,078,000 to 1,083,040. So that's uh, this study that I've been doing since it started, folks. Fascinating stuff. Let's, um, <coughs> let's go to our phones. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Oh, there we go. I'm sorry. That was my fault. Good morning. Good morning. I was just wondering when you uh, have... Do you mind turning down your radio just a bit? Yeah, I'm sorry. That's all right. I was just wondering. I've been looking on the website to find out when Trick or Treat is in Athens officially, and all I can find is for 2019. Maybe you've addressed it already, but... I would just like to know if you know. I don't have it memorized, but I know we have the information here in the building. So, um, Scott, if you don't know where to look for it, see if uh, Chris is here yet. Okay. And, I'll um, see what I can find right now. We, we, we have been collecting it for the various different communities, as well as the rules that they're suggesting for each community. Okay. So, um, and I tell you what. Um, if you give us um, a couple hours, we'll make sure it shows up on our website. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Uh-huh, um, and it is going to be different this year. Um, I saw one guy made a, uh, I think he was a plumber by trade. So he took this, what, four or five inch plastic tube and build a chute <laughs> so he would stand up a few things at the at the top of his stairs to his uh, entrance to his home and as kids walked up he could put a piece of candy and it would shoot down this thing and pop out the other end <laughs> and kids would catch it right um i think uh, i've seen people with what are these long grabbers that people use to pick things up? Like oh, yeah. That's what I call them, a grabber. A pincher. Uh, anyway, we use them to, once in a while when we get a snake in the building here. Uh, that's what we use to grab the snake with. Anyway, uh, some people are using those. Some people are um, putting them... Uh, uh, putting them in a basket, and then you just hope the kids... Don't take more than their fair share. <laughs> uh, all sorts of interesting thoughts this year. But uh, I do know that 5.30 to 6.30 in Athens. But is it the 31st itself? I don't know. I want to say it's like the uh, 29th. Okay. But I'll, I'll keep uh, tracking that down. 
Well, somewhere I do know we've been putting together a list of the communities, and it should be in here by now, certainly. Okay. Um, let's see. What should we do next? I tell you what. Let's let's do Coach Art Turf. I I really want to hear him today. I. You know, you may think it's the nuttiest program we air, and it probably is, um, outside of Sky Hope. Um, <laughs> yeah. We are 970 <laughs> WATH, and I, I love Sky, so don't, don't, <laughs> don't misunderstand. So here we go. I-N-E-P-T, Tech, two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. And we're visiting here at midweek with Coach Art Turf. And Coach, on this uh, program each week, we generally go back and talk about a little NF Tech football history. First, I wanted to get a report on, on your injury. You were heading up the injury list this week. That's right. You know, I got me a broke ankle for uh, that kicking the equipment bag. You know, I, I don't get mad a whole lot. You know, you got to keep your, keep your patience and keep your calm and set a good example for your boy. But uh, every once in a while, it's all right for you, for you to lose your temper. And I've done that. I kicked the equipment back. Now I've got me a broke ankle. But I'm doing just fine sitting here in the whirlpool. I guess uh, this is probably the first time I've ever done a program while I was naked. Well, Coach, I'd say it's a good thing that our program is on radio only. That's right. You know, I do want to take this opportunity to thank all the fans for sending in them cards and letters. All of them get well cards. They, they really cheer you. Whoops, I dropped one. That's all right. Uh, uh, we'll dry it out later. Coach, you might want to dry it out by hanging it on one of the clotheslines here in the training room. Well, that's right. You know, that reminds me of some of the tradition that we was going to talk about on the program today, some of that steep tradition and lower what NF Tech's been given to the game of football because uh, all them clotheslines remind me of the time back in 1951, I believe it was, we was playing Washington Tech over in uh, Washington. And, you know, they had a, a program that was struggling financially. They couldn't uh, make a whole lot of money. So what they'd done is they took in laundry all over town, and they was washing it, and they was drying it, and that was before they had them automatic dryers, what we got now so they hung them on clotheslines all over the football field they had them on the sidelines they had them in the end zones they had them everywhere and certainly an unusual setting for a football game not only that it was something we ain't never seen before that and uh, and uh, and the fans had trouble seeing the action on the field when they was hanging all them sheets and towels and stuff up there and and it was hard enough for the ball players to see because i remember one time we scored we actually scored a touchdown we throwed a long pass to uh, billy newsom uh, uh, Billy, but Billy, after he caught the pass and in the end zone and scored that touchdown, he went into one of them clotheslines and <laughs> boy, that zapped him right fast after that. And uh, ever since then, uh, the ball players referred to him as No Neck. And, uh, and the picture was in the newspapers the next day. And ever since then, any time somebody gets tackled and gets zapped right there in his tracks uh, along the neck like that, they call that a clothesline tackle. And I'll be back with more from Coach Turf right after this message. And, uh, it's Soul Restaurant on East State Street that's proud to bring you today's segment. Well, Coach, we don't have much time left on the program, and I see your trainer, Scrape Simpson, coming in, so your treatment time must be about over. That's right. He's, he's coming in and wrap my ankle, sir, so it's time to get out of the whirlpool. And I want all you folks listening, turn, don't look at your radios. Y'all turn around here while I get out of the whirlpool. Now, Coach, be careful and don't... Uh, coach. Well, I'm, I'm still I'm still on the injury list now. I think I got two broke ankles. Listen 
with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of an Upset, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. Okay. Um, he got me two broke ankles. <laughs> oh, no neck. Tackle making that tackle. Today is October 14th, the year 2020, of course. Uh, okay. Uh, today is National Dessert Day. <coughs> Sounds all right. It's Be Bald and Be Free Day. It's National Stop Bullying Day. It's National Bring Your Teddy Bear to Work or School Day. It's National Emergency Nurses Day. Huh. It's National Curves Day. Day. Wonder what that's about. Curves, mm -hmm. as in uh, curveball, something like that, or a curved figure. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nation <laughs> National Fossil Day. And last but not least, National Take Your Parents to Lunch Day. National Curves Day. Here you go. Second Wednesday in October recognizes plus-sized women and men all across the country. Huh. Oh, so, okay. Okay, so this, this is a kind of a funny story. Um, we went out to dinner with some uh, young friends last night, college grad students. And um, they're a couple. And um, the girl had to get home by 8 o'clock to watch The Bachelorette. Oh, my. Because she and her roommates <coughs> all love to watch that program. And they, you know, they're amused and chuckle and all of that stuff. It's just a, a fun time. Uh, so her boyfriend, who was uh, st was stayed with us, he, um, I'm not sure he was invited to that type of get together. <laughs> anyway, um, we decided we'd watch it and see what this show was all about. Oh my! Um, I don't. I've never seen this show before. I did have the general concept in mind. A very attractive gal last night, which made me think of this curves thing. Um, but mercy, uh, some of the shows on TV are just amazing. Yeah, some of them should be R-rated or PG. Well, anyway. it wasn't anything like that, but I, I understand there probably are some. Yeah. Well, here's how to observe National Curves Day, okay. if you have an interest. Several ways to participate in the celebration. Wear something red on the second Wednesday of October. Share your favorite styles with flair. 
explore fashion design made for curves and encourage others to do so. Stop body shaming. It takes a lot to feel uncomfortable. Uh, excuse me, it takes a lot to feel comfortable in our own skin. There's no room for stigma about our body. Share a selfie on social using uh, hashtag National Curves Day, hashtag Dapper Bomber, or hashtag Curvy Bombshell. Rocking your red to show support. You know, we don't write them, we just read them. This whole hashtag business. Yeah. I don't have a clue. Um, like, let's see here. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, then there's a whole bunch of other things, like Instagram and... Twitter. Twitter and stuff like that. that I, yeah. I'm... I show up there, but I don't know what, what how to do it or what it means or anything. Um, you and, just go and yet on there. the younger people, mercy, <laughs> they know all this stuff. Hashtag this, hashtag that. Um, let's see, on this day in history, in the year 1066, the Battle of Hastings occurred, William the Conqueror and his Norman, Norman army defeat the English forces of Harold II. Incidentally, Harold II was killed in that battle. 1322, Robert the Bruce of Scotland defeats King Edward II of England at Byland, forcing Edward to accept Scotland's independence. Uh, 1774, the First Continental Congress makes Declaration of Colonial Rights. They did so in Philadelphia. 1933, Nazi Germany announces its withdrawal from the League of Nations. And I guess the last one we could mention is 1982, U.S. President Ronald Reagan proclaims a war on drugs. Okay. What do we have here? Dwight Eisenhower. Today would have been his birthday. Incidentally, he died in 1969. Born in 1890. Uh, William Penn. It would have been his birthday. He was born in 1644 on this date. Died in 1718. Okay, here's two we'll need your help with, Scott. All right. Yemen, E-A-M-O-N is the first name. De Valera. E-A-M-O-N-D-E-V-A-L-E-R-A. He was a prominent statesman and political leader in 20th century Ireland, serving several terms as head of government and head of state with a prominent role introducing the Constitution of Ireland. Huh. Well, um, today would have been his birthday. He died in 1975, born in 1882. 
And the last one I feel I should know, but I don't or can't remember. George Grenville. Old timer. Uh, born in 1712 on this date. Died in 1770. G-R-E-N-V-I-L-L-E. George Grenville was a British Whig statesman who rose to the position of Prime Minister of Great Britain. He was born into an influential political family and first entered Parliament in 1741 as an MP for Buckingham. Okay. Well, how about that? I brought some other items in, and then we'll try this new thing with uh, interesting facts. Okay. Incidentally, I have some information on trick-or-treat in Athens. Well, do it now. Okay. Um, this comes from the news and information page on the City of Athens website. Trick-or-treat in the City of Athens will take place on Saturday, October 31st from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Following the recommendations from the Ohio Department of Health, the City of Athens is offering the following guidance for trick-or-treaters. If you're participating house, please turn your front porch light on. Mm -hmm. Please assume that any house without a light on is not participating. Wearing a face mask or facial covering is required in the city per the uh, recent city ordinance. A costume mask is not a substitute for a cloth mask. Children under two and those that cannot remove a face covering should not wear a mask. Continue to maintain a six-foot physical separation between members of your family and anyone else. Remember that gatherings of more than 10 are still prohibited. Limit the number of houses you visit and ask your children to stay as far from treat givers as possible. So maybe that yeah. young tube idea it, 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 not it, a bad it, idea. Yeah. I... Um, <clears throat> I try to visit um, Nick's kids once in a while, and um, I'm not. This is not a criticism; it's just a fact. If I walk up a little bit close to Sedona, who's nine, I think, she'll back away. Um, because she's been counseled not to get close to people right yep and you can see in her eyes and in her arms that she really wants to reach out and hug but she backs away um boy that's hard to take as a grandpa yeah i'm sure all right, let's move on. Unfortunately, that's the world we live in at the moment. Yeah. So once again, trick-or-treat, October 31st to Saturday from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. in the city of Athens. Okay, here's a little blurb. Um, it's kind of in fine print. I hope I can read it okay. This is uh, Athens, Ohio, it says. Diseases of despair accounted for the sixth most deaths in Ohio over a 10-year period. That's according to a new study by the Ohio Alliance for Innovation in Population Health. 
Researchers say these diseases are particularly concerning in rural areas like Appalachia, which are facing significant economic hardships. Between 2010 and 2019, the number of deaths attributed to diseases of despair. I guess then they say substance overdoses, suicide, and alcohol-related cirrhosis have increased by more than 89%, totaling more than 53,600 deaths in Ohio in our region. So they're talking about the southeast quadrant of the state. They go on to say Guernsey County County recorded 45 oh, 45 and a quarter deaths per 100,000 population. The highest rate for diseases of despair. The, lobel, the, the lowest rate in the area is shared by Noble and Monroe counties, who each had 28 deaths per 100,000 population. Well, I just thought that was an interesting point. I brought in another item that's called Most Distressed, no, Most Stressed City in Each State. And I really want to dig into this, but I didn't have time. Excuse me. This is published by an, a thing called Zipia. They say Athens is the most stressed state, most stressed city in the state of Ohio. What? Yes. Uh, uh, I would like to know the criteria. Well, yeah. Are they talking about? Everything or just COVID or I, I don't know, but we'll, uh, let me read down here. But let me give you some other examples. All right. I don't think we are. Uh, <laughs> so they have every state, <clears throat> and then they have um, a city, one city listed in each state. So Ames, Iowa. Chicago, Illinois, Bloomington, Indiana, Richmond, Kentucky, um, Burlington, Vermont, Bangor, Maine. Let's go out west. Nick Fairview, K-N-I-K hyphen Fairview. That's in California. Mead Valley, um, Lantana, Florida, Savannah, Georgia, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. But the point is, they just put one here. Come up here and take a look. <clears throat> oh yeah. See, see it. so there's uh, where did, there's Athens, right? Yep. <clears throat> 
So inside the mark of the nation, with its state boundaries identified, there's only one city within that city, within that state, listed, and it's Athens. Well, that's concerning. Let's see what they have to yeah. say about this. Okay. <clears throat> Stress is a big part of many people's lives. Sometimes it seems inescapable. From work to financial problems and everything in between, sometimes you just need to take a breath. That's why we, this Zipia place, looked into figuring out which cities in the U.S. are the most stressed. To determine which cities were the most stressed, we looked into the average number of hours worked, per week, uh, worked each week, how long the average commute was, and determine the income to home price ratio. These cities are the most stressed in the US, so if you're trying to avoid stress, you might want to steer clear of these cities. Okay, so most stressed cities. Mead Valley, California. Asbury Park, New Jersey. Lantana, Florida. St. Louis, Arizona, Nacogdoches, um, I don't think I said that right. Anyway, Texas, Port Chester, New York, Marumsco, Virginia, Monroe, North Carolina. Well, you get the point. Okay, so let me go past this page. Then they go on to say how we calculated the most stressed city in each state. Oh, here we go. Using the most recent data from the U.S. Census and uh, American Community Survey for 2013 through 17, and BLS, and then they give a website for that, but it's a government website. We ranked each city in America in the following criteria. One, unemployment. Two, hours worked. Three, commute times. Four, income to home price ratio, and I think I'm on six now, uh, percent of uninsured population. The higher a city ranked in any of these areas, the more stressed it was. We then took a closer look at each of the 50 states and ranked the cities in each state from the most stressed to the least stressed. Of all of the cities in this state. there's That's what they're saying. Hmm. Um, well, the first piece of criteria you mentioned there probably shot it way up there. With the okay. unemployment and the so-called poverty level here. Okay, so that was a negative story, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, for the Athens area, yeah. Okay. Two more places down on my uh, email this morning. I come across this. Best cities for working families. <laughs> okay. I want you to look at this. Of course. I, I you know, without even looking, I thought you're going to go right to Athens, Ohio. 
it is listed number one. Yep. Again, just like everything else, it's a a matter of interpretation and which publication or wherever the information is coming from you listen to or you watch or you read. Uh, I mean, I mean it's that just like proves these... it right there that, you know. Who is listed number two? Russellville. Air, let's see. AR would be. Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. Cumberland, Maryland, three. Statesboro, Georgia, four. Auburn, Alabama, five. Mount Pleasant, Michigan, six. Lubbock, Texas, seven. Columbia, Missouri, nine. I skipped Greenwood. South Carolina was eight. And Richmond, Kentucky, ten. And Richmond, Kentucky was on that other list, yeah. if, if I remember right. But, so... That was a real negative thing. Yep. Here is, they're saying Athens, Ohio is the best city for a working family yeah. in the nation. Yep. On the upside of that other story, here you go. <laughs> Amazing. They go on to say, uh, working families have have one thing in common. They work hard just to get by. For 20-plus years, working families have been dealing with infl- inflation without a pay raise. Since they have to keep their families afloat now, families have stopped saving for retirement, which probably means they don't have a college fund set up either. Well, it's time to turn that around, because why shouldn't you want to live where you have the best chances to save up for retirement while also spending quality time with your family? We really narrowed down the result and found the top 10 cities for working families. This was based on cities where owning a home is attainable, daycare isn't costly, and the average work week doesn't keep you from your family because we know how important family dinners are. Again, Athens, number one in the nation. Cool. There's some redemption right there. I don't know how this can be so they have a beautiful picture of court street oh yeah sure is they say the average home cost in athens is 118,400 they say the average work week is 32 hours they say the percentage of monthly costs for daycare, 19%. Okay. Good. That's a nice comeback there, Athens. Um, we did. I did grab a caller a moment ago. Let's see if I lost him. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, thank you every morning that you bring up the statistics. Um, but you might want to be adding to the statistics now. You've heard it on your radio station about uh, second time around COVID cases. At least one in the United States. And it was worse than the first time he had it. And he ended up in the hospital on a ventilator. That was only $48, uh, $48. 48 days after he was in, quote, recovery which is interesting that um, 
like that answers the question that many of us have out there. Would you get this again? Yeah, and um, the doctors I've heard on that are uh, trying to determine if absolutely that is the case or if there was something else. But um, I, I get your point. And also another fact that's been coming out lately in the news is that there's probably 75,000 people who died from this that are not listed as COVID-19 as the uh, reason for death because of pre-existing uh, conditions. And um, you already heard, and since you tell us about your ex-daughter, well, your ex-daughter-in-laws working with Johnson & Johnson, you're aware that they stopped their drug trial and they're not quite... They've suspended it. it and, and Lily. Uh, yeah. And, and Lily. So, you know, I think there might be four left. I think we had uh, six drug trials going on in the country currently. Oh, you know, there's, 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 I think there's a few more than that, but uh, probably six big ones, yeah. And the one with Lily is related to, if not the one uh, for the drug uh, that was experimental that the uh, president mm -hmm. took. So it's, um, mm -hmm. I personally will be glad when the election's over so we don't hear all of these hateful comments that are being made across the land and, and even people taking it to heart in Michigan and in um, plans that are in place for Virginia as well to uh, kidnap, maybe do in the uh, governors, which is horrible, yeah. as, as uh, our own governor said, he was outraged with hearing, and I'm glad he as a Republican did stress that. I've heard it from no other uh, Republican folks out in our country that um, this was awful, and we're kind of responsible because we keep talking about the radical left. Uh, and, and much of this was coordinated in Dublin, Ohio. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know. You had not heard that, I take it. I bet you don't know any radical left Democrats <laughs> who are trying to do whatever. Not in Dublin, Ohio, no. <laughs> and I think that's dangerous rhetoric. Um, of course, I may be the only one in the country who thinks that, <laughs> but yeah. I don't think I am. Anyway, thank you very much for always bringing those up, and I think you asked people to, to respond to your question a while back. Do you, are these helpful? I think they're very helpful. And you do such a uh, terrific job of sharing that data um, and having the knowledge of what it actually means. So thanks very much for doing that for all of us out here in Radio Land. Well, cool. Audience Thank Land, you. Whatever we're called. It means thanks a lot. So Thank you. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Um, let's see. We were going to try something kind of silly today. By the way, tomorrow I think uh, uh, Steve Patterson will be joining us for uh, sort of a monthly update. Okay, Scott, now have you uh, brought up what you think I'm going to do? Uh, <clears throat> yes, I did. Okay. I have some here. Do we want weird, cool, fun, or strange? Uh, let's see. I'll go with cool. Cool. Yeah. Okay, here we go. So, um, one penny doubled every day becomes $5 million in just 30 days. How can that be? That can't, no. Like, mm -mm. Unless it's made of gold. <laughs> 
one penny doubled every day for 30 days would be 60 cents, wouldn't it? Well, okay, let's, let's skip that one, and okay. I'll do this one because we're short on time. Okay. And do you have one? Yeah. Uh, Hostess Twinkies were invented in 1931 by James Dewar, manager of Continental Bakery Chicago Factory. They were originally called Little Shortcake Fingers. As a kid, I liked Twinkies. You ever had a deep-fried one? No. Oh, you would like that? I've seen them at the fairgrounds. Yeah. Okay, here's mine. Did you know bulletproof vests, fire escapes, windshield wipers, and laser printers were all invented by women? I did not, but thank you, ladies. Your turn. Although wolves are feared throughout the world, attacks on humans are extremely rare. Which I've heard that from lots of hunters. They will run from people when they see them. Um, Mine. It takes 17 muscles to smile and 43 muscles to frown. Okay. Are you a fidgeter? Mm, No. Fidgeting can burn about 350 calories a day. Maybe I should become one. <laughs> I was not suggesting that. Okay. This is probably the last one okay. for today because we're almost out of time. If you wear headphones for one hour, it increases bacteria in your ear 700 times. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a pleasant thought. He whiz. Folks, uh, we're about six seconds away from... Uh, the ID and all that stuff. Have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you in 70 America. Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. We have two breaking news stories to begin. Judge Amy Coney Barrett is back on Capitol Hill for a second day of questioning. But first, a judge in Virginia has just extended the online voter registration deadline for 48 hours after utility crews knocked out Internet service. CBS's Allison Keyes. The judge's order is to make up for several hours of lost time yesterday, which would have been the last day to register to vote in the November election. U.S. District Judge John Gibney Jr. said that the shutdown of the state's website caused tremendous harm to people who want to register to vote. The deadline to register now is 11.59 p.m. on Thursday, October 15th, which includes both online and in-person registration. Now to Capitol Hill, a second day of questioning has begun for the president's Supreme Court nominee, Amy Coney Barrett, South Carolina's Lindsey Graham providing some encouragement. In my view, this is exactly where you should be going to the Supreme Court. 
Democrats are continuing to press Barrett on the Affordable Care Act. Just in, a Wisconsin judge is blocking an order from Governor Tony Evers limiting bar and restaurant capacity as coronavirus cases surge in the Midwest. In New York, 37 infections may be linked to a Sweet 16 celebration at a local restaurant. Suffolk County Executive Steve Ballone. The County Health Department initiated a comprehensive contact tracing investigation, contacting the host of the event uh, to obtain a, a copy of the guest list which was provided voluntarily. Officials say 270 people are self-quarantining. Twitter has suspended accounts claiming they were owned by African Americans for President Trump. Twitter says the accounts broke its rules on spam and platform manipulation. Several posted images of real people who did not match their Twitter names, and they used identical language, including the phrase, yes, I'm black and I'm voting for Trump. A disinformation researcher found some of the accounts had attracted tens of thousands of followers. Twitter has come in for a lot of criticism recently about reacting too slowly to complaints. Elaine Cobb, CBS News. Brianna Taylor's boyfriend opening up about the pain of losing her. Kenneth Walker tells CBS this morning, Scale King. To the world, just a hashtag, a picture, and all of that, but to me, it was much more. More than a girlfriend, too. I think that's what I want the world to know the most. That's my best friend. Taylor was killed during a botched police drug raid in Louisville. Officers maintained they announced themselves before they entered her apartment. The Dow is up 103 in early trading. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. Hey, it's Dana Cortez. DJ Automatic, Anthony A. With surprisingly great rates, State Farm is the real deal in care and home insurance, and State Farm agents are ready to help with personalized service so you can customize your insurance. I've been using State Farm for years. I love them. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. You can manage your coverage, pay your bill, and file a claim with the State Farm mobile app. And it's a great price with even greater service. So when you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket Mortgage. Making the right financial decisions has never been more important. When you turn to Rocket Mortgage, we can help guide you to those right decisions now when they matter most. Mortgage rates are near historic lows, so now is a great time to call 8338-ROCKET. And if you need some extra money, a cash-out refinance could give you that financial boost you're looking for. Call today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com to learn more. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. And NLS number 3030. The NFL has tweaked some of its coronavirus policies. The Tennessee Titans looked strong after the team's run-in with the coronavirus. The win last night over Buffalo on CBS keeps the team undefeated. Going forward, the NFL will begin testing for COVID-19 on game days beginning this weekend, and other new protocols will be followed, too. 